If you exercise fairly regularly, it's easy to say you have an exercise habit. Except maybe you don't always do the same kind of exercise. Sometimes you go running, swimming, and other days you lift weights. Maybe you don't always go at the same time of day or under the same conditions. In these cases, even though you exercise regularly, it's probably more accurate to say you have a commitment to exercise rather than an exercise habit. A habit is more than doing something often. To be a habit, a behavior should come with a degree of spontaneity, triggered by a particular context. Habits may require some conscious monitoring, so few people accidentally end up at the gym even though they have a gym habit, but the level of conscious effort required should be fairly low. A commitment, in contrast, doesn't need to come automatically. It can require a lot of effort and energy. But you do it anyways because you're following a rule in your head that says that you need to do it. So it happens even if it doesn't always happen automatically. To be fair, the difference between a habit and a commitment is not black and white. Exercising when you're completely out of shape is a lot more effortful and deliberate than exercising when you do it regularly, albeit not always consistently from the same context. However, I'm making a distinction between the two because I think it's fairly easy to think of yourself as having a habit to do X, but what you really have is a commitment to do X. The difference being that once conscious effort withdraws, so you stop enforcing your rule to do X, commitments tend to be a lot more fragile than habits. So in my own life, for instance, I have a commitment to do 50 push-ups every day. This is like a habit, except I don't always do it at the same time or place. Sometimes I do them at the gym, other times I do them before bed if I forgot to do them earlier in the day. If I drop my self-conscious tracking of my push-up habit, it would quickly fall back to not doing push-ups. Even after having done them for nearly a year, I still need to remind myself to do them. I don't accidentally start doing push-ups for no reason. In contrast, I've been working on a different commitment, reading or listening to Chinese for 10 minutes per day. This has led to a semi-conscious habit of reading random articles in Chinese on my phone when I have downtime. This is more like a habit because I do spontaneously engage in reading, even if I also have the commitment as a rule to do 10 minutes per day. So there's nothing wrong with having commitments to do something consistently over time versus an automatic habit which occurs largely without conscious planning or thinking. Once again, there's shades between the two where something requires less effort but still doesn't happen perfectly automatically. However, I still think it might be worthwhile to consider what makes commitments into automatic habits since the latter seem more stable and lacking conscious effort to propel them forward would seem to require only a small degree of maintenance rather than continuous monitoring to get done. So here are some possible remedies you can use to make your commitments into habits. The first method is to tighten the link between context and action. If you don't always act out your habit under the same contextual triggers, or sometimes you act it out in some circumstances, but you act it out differently in other circumstances, you're less likely to end up with an automatic habit. Take our frequent fitness example. If you always went to the gym right after work, this is more likely to become a habit because ending work always cues up the behavior of going to the gym. Similarly, if you go to the same place and do the same workout, the behavioral coupling will be even stronger. This also helps explain why initiating a behavior is the hardest thing to automate. Once you start some set of actions, the contextual cues narrow dramatically and the subsequent behavior is much easier to sustain. Unfortunately, real life often offers a much more variable set of contexts and cues prior to initiating some habit, 
so getting started is harder. The second method is to reduce difficulty and friction. Most habits are metastable. That is, they can be sustained with a low effort for a time, but they're sensitive to falling apart due to random noise in the environment. Exercise is a metastable habit, while not exercising is stable, because the former degrades into the latter when things make it harder to exercise. Of course, if your habit is easier, more rewarding, and has fewer preconditions, it will be more stable. Some of this is going to be unavoidable. If you want to do something hard, you just have to accept that it's going to be less stable in the long run. In our exercise habit, for example, you might find that if you mapped out the habit over time, that there were certain points, such as making the decision to start exercising or driving to the gym, where you experienced a lot of friction. If you could reduce the difficulty of these key moments, you might be able to engage in an otherwise more difficult habit, such as doing a difficult workout routine every single day much more easily because there's less friction. The third method is to reduce randomness and noise. So if you can't make the habit easier, then an alternative is to reduce the chances that something from the outside will derail it. This sounds impossible in a modern life, but it's always possible to some degree by choosing when and how you execute the habit. One way is to work on your habit during the time of day when you're less likely to face interruptions or obstacles. First thing in the morning or last thing before bed are usually safer times to do a habit than something in the middle of the day when interruptions are more likely and your day-to-day -day environment is going to be much more different so the contextual cues cueing your behavior are going to be different. So similarly, if you can do something right at the beginning or end of work, you'll also get greater consistency. Other famous people have done things to deliberately make parts of their routine more consistent. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, for instance, is famous for wearing the same shirt every day, and Warren Buffett drinks Coca-Cola with his lunch. These drives for consistency may have different motivations than the one I've stated here, but the impact is the same. Creating consistent cues can also reduce the chance you'll be derailed in your habits. I'm not certain it's possible to sustain every goal through fully automated habits. Even people I know who are quite devoted to installing habits in their life seem to use a mix of habits and commitments to accomplish the things they need to. Many parts of life are just going to be too unstable or variable to allow you to reach a point where all action comes effortlessly. That being said, I think you can make efforts to shift some of the things you already do regularly in the direction of genuine habits so they will happen with a little less force.